welcome back to But Where Are You From? A podcast by Be Seen. We have with us She. Hi, 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 everyone. Shu, would you like to introduce yourself? I feel like I could do your introduction, seeing as we work together. But yes. I feel like I feel like you should do your own intro, seeing as you're you. Dang it, I was going to say, can you do it? <laughs> I can do it if um, you I want. I'm <laughs> a food, travel and lifestyle YouTube vlogger mm-hmm. and presenter. Um, British Chinese, based in London, and I love to eat. It's like, <laughs> I don't think you would have a better intro. <laughs> and I love to eat. Love to eat. Yeah. That's all you need to know about me. I love to eat. And you are like one of the first British Chinese vloggers that I came across on YouTube um, like years ago. Like when I was watching lots of YouTube videos, I was like, oh, there's this girl who looks like me and she loves eating food and she posts loads of food videos. And then like when I was working my old agency, I remember like sharing your YouTube channel around to the group being like, this is a new person that I'm watching. <laughs> I love that we've come completely full circle and now we're friends and we get to work together. Yes. For, so, so for those who don't know, we also represent Shu at Be Influence Now, which is the influence marketing agency that um, I run. Um, so it is weird that we are now like mates and also work together after I stalked you all those years ago. Oh, <laughs> how things work out. What a happy ending. <laughs> we also have Charlie and Carly as well. Hello, uh-huh. hello. Charlie, what are you eating? Well, don't expose me already. Um, <laughs> I'm, eating, I'm eating round trees randoms this week. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh, that sounds so nice. I just bought them at Aldi and I had my potato waffles for tea, but I wasn't full. <laughs> so, what no. dips do you use? What are your favorite dips for potato waffles? Um, I'm a ketchup girl, but I'm a loads of salt kind of person. Oh, um, so yeah, salt. just. Yeah, and mm, then I like really nice. Yeah, I just really like. I'm I'm one of them bougie people with that them molden sea flake sea salt flakes. Oh yeah, and your potato waffles. My <laughs> 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 <And raw> potato waffles. Sprinkle some molden on. Exactly. You know, <laughs> I might only eat potato waffles, but at least they're molden sea salted. So. Not just any potato <laughs> waffles. Exactly. <laughs> Charlie is um she only eats potato waffles that's not true <laughs> <laughs> that's a hint to day. all the potato waffle companies out there that there's oh my god <laughs> um, bird's eye. Get, oh. yeah that would be my ultimate sponsorship if I could get sponsored by a potato waffle company ideally bird's eye I mean no favorites are you allowed to say ideally bird's eye before you get a sponsorship because yeah. of that like ruin your chances with every other potato waffle company Mm-mm. Mm. no really it would it. it would yeah I think if you said that I think it would urge other potato waffle mm-hmm. makers to be yeah. like no, no I think we can change Charlie yeah well okay preference. at the moment my favorite would be bird's eye but I'm willing to try your potato <laughs> waffles and tell you what I think of them and whether they're kind of up there with the bird's eye yeah you're in the market to look yeah. for a better Okay. I was going to say, Charlie, I can imagine you making like this tournament table. You know how like people would draw lines and then they've got a brand picture and then the battle's out and then you kind of narrow it down that way. I can yeah. imagine that being on your wall. Yeah, I could do that. Any <laughs> kind of potato products, actually. She, was it you the other day that um, did potato products? Was it you? 
Which it sounds really weird. I feel like I always post about potatoes, but I'll, I'll yeah, someone did an ad with like potato products. I mean, it just oh no! Amazing. I wish it was me. Yeah, what, t- was what like, type of potato products? It was all different potato products. <gasps> what, what like oh, potato chips, crisps? Yeah, exactly. Angela? They, no, maybe. So I feel like she loves the crisps, doesn't she? I can't remember who. It wasn't crisps. It was like crisps. things you could put in the oven. So like mashed potatoes um oh, chips mashed potato in the oven like, Charlie. i don't know i can't cook <laughs> i love mashed potato you you put, you? actually you can put mashed potato in the oven if you want it to be like a you know like a shepherd's pie cottage pie yeah that's pie. fine yeah 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 no sorry i'll take that back take that back sorry <laughs> but shoe that happened to you though because you like you're obsessed with your air fryer in fact people might say you are in a relationship with your air fryer you're dating your air fryer but then didn't another air fryer company get in touch with you to be like well we know you love this air fryer but have you tried our air fryer they did indeed because that was after when I was um hugging my air fryer dancing around (laughs) my most recent one when I was like you first is the air fryer she told you not to worry about and they uh saw it and was like let's get this into a love triangle baby (gasps) and are you getting another air fryer I don't know where I'm still like we're in talks, but we're I don't know how I feel about it yet you know I'm open yeah but... I know but you know, I, I do think I they're a bit know. of like a fuckboy fry, air fryer though because they've been a bit Ooh. like ghosty yeah they're very hot and cold and you know I just like yeah. things just hot boy fryer <laughs> I want to design it you don't want your like air fryer to be hot and cold you know 80. yeah like what no. food is good when it's hot and cold you know no yeah. exactly we don't we don't want that you know no. what? It's so funny though because I have an air fryer because of you, Shoe, and you, Bob. <gasps> that is why I have an air fryer. <laughs> so we just got an air fryer company. I feel yeah. like the commissions we would have made. <laughs> these oh my god! Isn't it the best though? It's fantastic for my potato <laughs> Honestly, waffles. Like, oh. I'm looking at it right now, and I'm just like, whoever invented you, it I is. just like. How long are we going to talk about our air fryer for now? I feel like it's just going to turn to an air fryer podcast. Maybe, maybe that's a whole separate I'm, one we need to do. I'm yet to be convinced. So if there's any air fryer companies out there, you can post one to me and, you know, you might just convert me. I don't know. You'll need to send one before I can say. Well, Carly, what do you need to be convinced by? It's an it's a oven that cooks things very quickly. And compact. Yeah, and yeah. it's compact. But I have a fryer already. Yeah, but it's so messy. And can you be asked mm. doing that every time? No, yeah, exactly. Whip and when you need your oven storage, an air fryer. Just I'm does committed. For you. Mm. you can roast a whole chicken in there. And how long, Shoe? Does it take to roast an a whole hour. chicken? An hour. How long does it take in a regular? Time. It takes that long in an oven. No, but like, <laughs> I don't know. Do you use your oven as storage? Do you? <laughs> I, don't, I used well, to. I mean, I don't have one in the flat, but when we did have an oven, it was such mm. a faff just putting things, and it just makes everything all hot and <laughs> what, stuffy. What do you oh, mean shit, you I do use actually. your oven as storage? When you're like storing that, you just store a baking tray. Yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah okay. I do that. <laughs> Apparently, that's weird, but no, I've always yeah. done that because my family did that. Yeah. And a dishwasher. I thought we were talking of like storing like. I don't know, cookbooks books. or something. <laughs> yeah, something the really yeah. <laughs> my pajamas like... every time. <laughs> yeah, so I hang my clothes. Yeah. <laughs> Alternative products. Don't have a bathroom rail, mm. so, but I do have another. Sanitary products. <laughs> <laughs> I have heard of people uh, storing Tupperware boxes in there and then like just baking something and the Tupperware box smells. Oh. Yeah. 
dangerous dangerous yeah. um but yeah I do actually and my actually my friend commented on it when she first came to my house and she was like why have you got all your baking trays in there I was like where else do you put them they go in there they just yeah. stay in there you know really yeah. is a smart idea it is until it is, you want to bake yeah 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 exactly and you've got to take all that shit out yeah you're right mm. but we're not actually here to talk about air Sorry. fryers um <laughs> today I feel like I can't do anything we... anymore I'm just so loyal. Yeah, I I do actually. I would like to implore people to head over to Shu's YouTube channel and check out her air fryer recipes. She's made (laughs) cheesecake in the air fryer. Like, oh my gosh, that was the best cheesecake. It was like a hug in a bite, like an autumnal (sighs) hug in a bite. Cinnamon. That's a really nice description. (laughs) Thank you. It was convinced to buy an air fryer. I'll make you it when I go to Glasgow. I might just actually. (laughs) <laughs> yeah please can you make it for us shoe um, yes so we actually want to talk about dating Ooh. today <laughs> because we're all I mean you don't have to actually relay your relationship status but I'm single <laughs> I don't know whether anyone else wants to relay their relationship status I'm single unless you count a kitchen appliance <laughs> And the oh, dildo. <laughs> joking. <laughs> Not joking. <laughs> I am painfully single. Well, actually, not painfully. I'm very happy on my own, but I have been single for a long time. Mm. How long is long? Um, I'm into in- Sorry, I'm just getting into innuendo mood now. <laughs> in like five years, I've been single for. I was in a very long term relationship for that. Um, but yeah, I've been single for quite a while now. I've been single for four years this year. Congratulations. between. Yeah. I feel like it's been like an important time. Like I'm glad I've been single throughout this time. But like dating on and off, but like not putting on a label on things, you know? Yeah. I'm single. DMs are wide open. <laughs> Still looking <laughs> for a rich partner. <laughs> Yep, anything, just uh, four years as well, four or five years. So uh, you can message me anytime. You can have my email, you can have my WhatsApp, you can have my MSN, anything. <laughs> MSN? <laughs> wow. Showing your age. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. Yeah, I've been single for two years now, just over two years. Um. So how is that then, <laughs> everyone? How do you find being single? Honestly, like I keep, I've been having loads of... Um, lunches and dinners with friends since things have opened and we keep like just you know just chatting about life and things and I honestly feel like right now I'm the most like uninterested in dating as I've ever been like I'm just so happy doing what I'm doing right now that I'm like I don't particularly want to make time to date but then at the same time I love first dates Mm. and like the you know like Mm. the the butterfly feeling you get when you're first dating someone yeah I could do miss that but at the same time I don't want to make time for it is that by any chance like as a result of lockdown because I feel something similar and I think before I quite like that whole you know meeting people the first date thing and then it kind of gives you an excuse to go to different places but now with lockdown apart from physically not being able to do that but also realizing how much I just like doing things in my own time. Yeah. Mm. And also, I guess, like, coming out of lockdown, we're seeing so many, you know, friends and loved ones again. And, like, they're the priority. You know, there's so many people mm. to want to, like, properly catch up and properly seen. So it's, like, 
that or finding time for someone new. Mm. It's a lot of sacrifice, isn't it? Because you literally have to then think of another person. Like that could have otherwise had your time going well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And like, you know, if it's going well, great. But then like when when it is like they're wasting your time and you're not really sure or they're like being quite like off with their communication, then it just starts like fucking with you. It definitely does with me anyway. And I actually spoke about this with my therapist (laughs) earlier. So I was just like, I get really attached to people and I would like to know why that is. And then like, let's unpack that a little bit. (laughs) I was like, do I have daddy issues? Please tell me. Um, I don't know if I've already said this to you on a voice note, Viv, but like, have you read the book Attached? No, but I, it's been recommended by you and also so many people so many times. But talk us through it's Attached so and what it is. I think so it is a, um, a book and it's just a study, I think, done a few years ago, but it just kind of breaks down the various different attachment styles that we have. So the main three are secure, anxious attachment and avoidant. And then within that, you've got you know multiple subcategories like fearful avoidant or like I think uh, there's another one as well but it's all talking about um, our different ways of how we attach and get to know one another and how we react to situations romantically and then just breaking it all down depending on our upbringing our childhood um, how our relationship with our parents are that dictate how we feel and react and respond to love and it's just so 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 interesting um, so I read that last year mm. and it was just fascinating to like, I always think it's so important to like get to know yourself as deep a level as you can mm. in all ways. And I just think that was just mm. such a great, <laughs> such a great read. I think so, that's so interesting because I'm the complete opposite. You're like saying you get too attached. If anyone shows any interest, I'm like, oh, <laughs> I don't know about this. So does that, what's that avoidant? Is that the avoidant attachment style? Sure. Yes. Yeah. yeah and then anxiously attached would be I guess like more um kind of fixated on the on the outcome or tend to put people on pedestals mm. what are you Shu, if you don't mind sharing so I would definitely say that in my early 20s and throughout would have been anxious like mm-hmm. very anxiously attached but then as I was reading I'm like oh I feel like because of um I've been trying to work on myself a lot more over the past two years I was reading and I was like, oh, I feel a lot more secure. But then I will also look back at past encounters, you know, over the past year. And I'm like, mm, maybe a particular person will bring out specific tendencies as well. So there'll be people where you feel, you know, like different parts of the spectrum with. Yeah, totally. Who was that shouting? I don't know. I'm outside. So I feel like someone's just outside shouting. Are they okay? <laughs> Is it your air fryer? I hope they are. Yeah, <laughs> like, for help. secure. <laughs> <laughs> See, I've done that test quite a few times and I, it's always come for secure. And I'm like, lies. I get so <laughs> anxious in relationships, especially during the dating phase. I, I think I do that's... that now. I swear talking. Yeah, do I it, think Carly. that's when you're like, oh, if you're anxiously attached, mm. but you're attracted to somebody who is avoidant, I think that tends oh, to bring out the worst in each other. Whereas yes. like if you're dating somebody with a secure attachment style, then mm. they will stabilize and, you know, make you feel more um, secure. That's so true, actually, because, yes, I'm single. The label is single, but I, I am seeing someone and like the, it feels very secure. And I wonder whether they've yeah. got a similar attachment style to me. 
in that yeah. way. And that actually thinking back now to like the previous men that I've dated, they've all had really shitty communication skills. They've not like talked about their feelings or their emotions. And this has been like very recently. So I think that has definitely exacerbated my anxiety because of it. Because yeah. of the lack of communication and stuff. Yeah. So I think it's, um, there's a term about it and it's, it's kind of like the the chaser and the runner or something when it's just mm. if someone is like running away but then that person sees them running away so it triggers off like a response within them so then they're like running after them to be like what are you feeling and stuff and I'm just reading that book like oh you know I feel personally victimized reading that and then <laughs> but then it's so interesting just reading the breakdown and like you know what you can do and just things like that and um kind of type of people to avoid mm. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Do, do you feel like, um, as we've all gotten older, like you start to learn what you should avoid from people? From dating hundred percent. I feel like mm. even now it's just always so important to like be reflective of past relationships and just mm-hmm. not even like automatically seeing someone like when I was in my early twenties, I think I would have seen someone and automatically like, Oh, well, you know, where was me? Like that person's horrible. Da, 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 da. But actually, going down like delving deep and thinking what have I what could I do differently what should I not have probably said what can I learn from this and apply to my next relationship what I'm actually looking for and I feel like now um because I'm not really like look I'm open to dating at the same time I want to date more intentionally Mm -hmm. and have an idea of you know the the core values that I know that I'm looking for in a partner beyond just kind of like surface level interest that we may have entertained when we were younger Mm, a bit more yeah yeah I feel like it does change what about yourself Carly and Charlie I'm doing this attachment quiz (laughs) 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 yeah I just tried to do it as well but it's it's quite uh, in depth the questions it is quite in depth I'm gonna have to do it and it also talks about like talks about it like you've got a partner and I'm like (laughs) but I don't have one so how do I know (laughs) how can I be attached to something that does not exist (laughs) what about your cat could you could you do it in relation to Vera um well it talks about a romantic partner so (laughs) oh (laughs) Oh my god I just thought of a really horrible joke I'm so sorry and I'm I'm not saying it (laughs) I like the fact you're apologizing when you've not even said it is it podcast safe what is what Probably. is podcast safe what isn't podcast safe <laughs> like it, basically something to do with your I can't say it no I don't want to say it <laughs> not it's safe too, for pod it's not we'll, safe for pod. we'll imagine what you were thinking yeah, yeah. So <laughs> oh I don't want to picture that <laughs> <laughs> or maybe My- I'm picturing something else <laughs> Do you know, oh like sure, you were saying like, oh, like I'll look inside myself to see what I could work on. And maybe it wasn't just all them. I'm just like, it's all them. <laughs> <laughs> they are the ones that fucked up. It's nothing to do with me. I am I That's quite bad of me. I feel like I get very, like, look inwards there and very much like, oh, what could I have done? Blah, blah, blah. But at the same time, it's also, yeah, just realizing that sometimes you're just incompatible and that there's always mm-hmm. going to be other people, I think, mm-hmm. than like, I think previously I'd always like put, you know, when you just put someone on pedestal. Yeah. And that is also not a good thing to do as well, because then you outline these expectations and these fantasies of what this person's going to be like and what your future will hold. And then they don't live up to that. But it's also like not their fault. They can't live up to that potential. Oh my but you're God. almost oh, like, rejecting like a, why aren't you like this person I've imagined? And it's, it's no doing less of that and seeing people for who they are. 
I think we're also too kind. I don't know about the three of you, but I always find giving people like the benefit of the doubt, giving them a second, third, fourth chance. Yeah. Too nice. (laughs) Mm, I totally agree. And I find that it's usually women who give men the benefit of the doubt and so Mm. much leniency when they don't deserve shit. (laughs) (laughs) I guess it comes to a a time, don't you, when you're just like, no, I'm I'm really done and I'm just ready to move on. Mm. I do love that feeling though. I actually found something on my notes from like 2017 when this guy that I was seeing on and off, we were so wrong for each other. Like he was a vegan, but I'm not like, obviously that's not a reason, but he was just- (laughs) Straight off the bat, he was vegan. (laughs) Yeah. And then like, he just wasn't committing, like would go hot and cold and get in touch and then go hot and cold. And basically I think he would just like fancied me and then wanted to sleep with me. And then like he, we, he got in touch after like we had a big argument about like him being a, douchebag and then he basically um messaged me again and I said and I saved this note on my phone I said like I thought I told you not to contact me again I don't want to hear from you and then like sent it to him and I saved that note on my phone and it's just I felt so empowered it was the best feeling to be like ha I don't give a shit about you anymore you idiot great feeling (laughs) (laughs) um so what what kind of like family pressures have you all experienced, if any, uh, to either like be in a relationship or do your family say anything to you? Like, why have you not got a boyfriend yet? Because I know that my, my mom has, has been asking me that of recent times, especially since I've turned 30. Really? I mm. haven't had any pressures. I think I did more when I was younger, but now I feel like um, I've established a, a thing with my parents where they're just kind of like, no, like it's, you know, don't feel like you have to. And the idea, and they're not the type to be like, oh, I've quite like to be a grandparent maybe mm. I know they're not going to be a grandparent for quite a few years but I'm just like no just happily chilling I think I've just been so focused on work and like moving out and things and like we're living by myself that they're just like yeah mm. just do do what you want to do yeah I'm the same really I don't think my family would dare ask me why I haven't got a boyfriend because I think I would bite their head off <laughs> um but no I've, I've not really had that I think most of my because I've got quite a big family most of like my cousins my sister etc are all settled down so I feel like you know they get the babies etc from them and you know I'll just do my own thing <laughs> they don't look to me for that but yeah no one really your potato that. waffles yeah I've got my potato waffles I've got my cat you know what more do you want from you me? need a life she's so yeah exactly it's a great yeah. life <laughs> honestly I'm living the best life <laughs> you know my my parents I think my dad says it more as a way of like oh god when we get married and leave the house that's my <laughs> attitude but he doesn't like neither he nor my mom you know ask in a way of actually oh do you mm-hmm. are you you know do you have somebody or they're not you know I've never really had that sort of relationship with them although we're very close and we can talk about a lot of things that's not really something that I feel anyway concerns them and nor do they express any interest which sometimes feels like you know when I hear my friends talking to their parents or or their mums usually it's usually a mum that my friends will talk to and they say oh you know I told her you know I'm going out on a date with someone or I'm seeing this person and it's I kind of feel very like oh I wish I had that but it just doesn't it's not it doesn't feel very natural because I've done it before where I might have told my mom like oh I've gone on a really good date and she'll be like okay (laughs) 
so so I just kind of don't really mention it and and I think in terms of like coming back to your question about if there's a pressure I think it's strange there's almost a pressure to to see like to see yourself get settled um again it comes back to a very traditional upbringing that I've had um and them feeling assured that you've got somebody and you know it's a very conventional milestone isn't it to have a partner and then to get married and to have kids but equally it's like they don't want to know what's involved because yeah. you don't just meet someone and then that's it right you have to go through dating or unless I mean if they want to set up an arranged marriage for me but that's that's not happening so <laughs> no, I thought you meant what involved as in like if you're suddenly on oh you've got grandchildren and they don't want to know yeah oh not, not those involved. details I was just like yeah yeah awkward yeah because I always oh keep God. thinking like oh I always just think like for when I do like have children which I hope to to have one day it'd just be such a awkward conversation to say to my dad like I am with child but like the idea of just I don't know because I still feel like I'm a teenager when I speak yeah. to my dad so the yeah. idea of having to communicate like how are you pregnant and just having like that awkward pause it's just like oh it just makes me feel a bit funny I guess you could also yeah instead of like instead of like centering on yourself as in like I'm pregnant you could always say like oh you're going to become a grandfather like you are going to have you know yeah I think that's a good way of deflecting it without being too like I'm pregnant (laughs) he stuck his penis in my vagina and now I am with child well not necessarily it could also be um I went through IVF IVF yeah um it could be through a turkey baster yeah (laughs) so many ways so many ways not just a penis you all right (laughs) (laughs) I, I I think I have I don't have pressure from my mom at all like I think she's quite happy for me to do whatever but I think like she certainly thinks of that whole mindset of like um if you are with someone then you have that security etc you've got a partnership there and I think she really wants that for me um I think like you know we're still even though she's very liberal in, in so many ways she's still um I guess I I imagine a lot of women choose to be happily single that they're self-partnered as Emma Watson would say um and that's completely fine as well I don't think everyone yearns for a partner um at all and I don't think we need that to be happy I I want that but um I think like one thing that I hear quite a lot from my family is like you know like say for example when someone breaks up and with with someone and then they go oh she's going to be she's going to snap up another man and I kind of think well why does she have to be though to be happy can she not just be single for a bit would that be okay Mm -hmm. if she's just you know she's just not with anyone else does she have to be partnered with someone in order to then fill that Mm -hmm. void so to speak you know yeah maybe that's why my parents don't really ask me as well because I feel like I'm very, very independent. And, you know, I've been, I bought my own house when I was like in my very early 20s. I've lived alone for five years. I've got a good job. You know, I'm, I'm doing fine on my own. I don't need, it's not that anyone needs it because, you know, it's not, it's not like I wouldn't be in a relationship, but, you know, I don't think I need that stability of a partnership because I can do it myself, you know, I will yeah. fix my own shit 
And I mean, I tried to fix my tire today though, and that didn't work. So maybe <laughs> I do need someone to help me. Um, but I think that's it, though, isn't it? Like there isn't like a a need to depend on anyone. Yeah. Um, and there's so many things that we can now do individually, which makes it even more important that if you are to choose um, a romantic partner, that they have to be spectacular and someone that you know actually complements your life, and not you're not you're choosing them to be in your life. Mm-hmm yeah yeah definitely I guess like when you think about society years ago you needed to depend on a man in order for them to feed you clothe you just open a bank account yeah anything yeah anything and now we have like you know well we have the rights we don't have the equality but we certainly have um the independence that we women generations before us weren't afforded and so like it is quite a privileged position I think to be in for the most part, I think when I start thinking about like, I guess turning 30 and then like people being like, when are you going to have kids? Like y- your clock is ticking. You've only got 10 year window, blah, blah. That's when I think it's very, very different experience for women to be dating in their thirties, as opposed to men mm. who probably don't have that pressure, who don't have that pressure at all or that urgency. And it's a real worry because like, it's all well and good. And I hate it. I hate it when people say to me, don't worry you've got oh, loads of time yeah. I'm like fuck off you're in a relationship probably with a man who can get you pregnant like fuck off or you've already got kids whereas I don't I am four steps behind so I find it really annoying when people say that and I, it's only something that I've only started to think about now that I hit 30. I think it's so annoying when someone like I don't feel they say it to, to men as well but it's women like oh but don't worry like someone will come along soon or when you're yeah. expecting and you're yeah. like but I don't why is it such a sad thing to think someone's like oh you're like unhappy single it's like it's a good mm-hmm. thing to be celebrated that you're spending this mm-hmm. time you know finding yourself but like just enjoying time if you're going to be a partner you may be with them for a long time like this is such a great time to to do your own thing I absolutely hate it like hate it when people say to you well, first of all, that yeah, someone else, you you know, you're fine. Don't worry. Food. Don't <laughs> don't. don't worry. Really that. patronizing. Yeah, it's but so patronizing. what I think's even worse is if I tell people I don't want children, they go, "It's because you've not found the right person yet." Oh. And I'm like, oh. "Do you want me to punch you in the face? Because I will. <laughs> Trust me, I will." I don't really worry. agree with you in this one. <sighs> this idea of, you know, you haven't found the right person yet. I think fair enough if you're one of the people that feels that you need uh, another person or maybe a, a few people to help you raise a child. Fine, that's people's preferences. But this idea of, you know, they've not come along yet. Sometimes it, it just doesn't happen for some people, you know, for a variety of reasons. As you say, like Viv earlier when you were saying about how Oh, you've got time you've got time and some people don't or some people don't realize mm. they don't have that time or that they're not yeah. actually able to and yeah. it just gives into this very I suppose I suppose ableist perhaps you know the idea so that anyone can fall pregnant and and this idea of I guess what's coming in my head is that a couple of years ago I met this lady on a work away um, I stayed with her and helped her for shop and I was just asking her about her family and, and her and she lived up um on the Isle of, of Lewis up in Scotland top of Scotland and she lived with her elderly mother and I said to her oh, you know what what about you what have you done like in your life she was in her 50s I think and she said to me that she's not partnered and she actually really wanted children at some point 
but mm. she never it just never happened for her and then she accepted that that was fine and it made me realize that you can you can want something but if things don't happen then they're just not meant to happen or maybe they happen in a different way that you don't expect so this idea of oh someone will come along mm. maybe they don't and then you can still do it in another way but also you can just not do it and like, not do it either yes <laughs> yeah like I genuinely think if I was single for the rest of my life I would be quite content I think the only thing that would get to me is the society of being oh she's you know cracking on and she's still not found anyone she's not gonna find mm. anyone now is she Mm. But I think I'd be quite happy for the rest of my life. Me and Vera, the cat. What's <laughs> also really toxic is when, especially towards women and older women, or especially single women, and they don't have any kids, and they say, oh, that's a shame. <laughs> the word shame, yeah. or that's a pity. And you think, excuse yeah. me, why? Yeah, I'll be out here living my best life, spending all my money mm. on me, being fully selfish. Exactly. You tell me exactly. it's a shame. <laughs> eating all my potato waffles yeah exactly <laughs> normalize not like not wanting to have children and that not being a stigma it's literally just a choice that that we make in our lives like or some people can't obviously have children but for mm. a lot of women it's also a choice for a lot of people it is a choice it is a choice yeah. and mm-hmm. like it's the first question as well like people ask you oh when are you gonna get married when you're gonna have kids and I have done that so many times like I do it to my big sister She's been married for like ages though, but then no. But <laughs> we're always like, when when are you gonna have a baby? I really want to have an F or a niece. And like we do it all the time and we don't even consider like that like their private life, what they might be going through or not. There's so much pressure, I think, within families um and friends to, you know, provide and, and bring a child to this earth. So I wanted to ask about dating apps and whether any of you um are on dating apps. And how are we finding them at the moment? I'm not just on dating apps. I'm on about eight of them. <laughs> wow, eight. Go on, list them, list them, list well, them. Lucky number, yeah. Oh, no. Not <laughs> simultaneously. Yes, that's why. <laughs> not not like all at once. I have, I think I'm, yeah, I think I've been on Tinder, Bumble. So here's the sponsorship coming, right? Tinder, Bumble, <laughs> um, Her, Happen. Oh, Happen. Oh, I remember Happen. Hinge, surely everyone's been Hinge, on Hinge. Yes, uh, and then I've been on one called Tintin. Oh, Tantan. What's it called? It's... Um, yeah. Oh, no, I've been that. I've listed that one, and then oh, there's one that's um, not free. There's this. Oh God, I, I can remember visually what it looks like, but I can't describe it. But it's, <laughs> it's not. I don't want to say the wrong thing in case it gives people the wrong idea. Um, so there's a seventh one, and then there's another eighth one. I'm sure. Okay, Cupid, plenty of mm. fish. I've, mm. Oh, God, I've been about nine, ten. I think so. What's as your well. favorite one? My favorite? Um, so I've used dating apps for about seven, eight years. I've used it since I started uni, and I've not really had a dating experience that's not been as a result of an app. And I would only say favorite because. I have had more quote unquote successes from it and that's Tinder. And I think that's because I've been on it for the longest and have met people through that more. But I think in terms of uh, perhaps more value by that, and I mean conversational value, interesting people has probably been off either Hinge or Her. 
Yeah, I would say Hinge is the best of all the ones I've been on. Um, but then I do feel like Hinge has quite a small pool and that you exhaust the pool quite quickly. But I feel like the... Because it's... I feel like Tinder's very focused on just the pictures. And to be honest, I'm not interested what someone looks like. That sounds really cheesy. But I don't actually care what someone looks like that much. Um I'm more interested in like personalities, like have we got things in common? You know, what do you care about in this world? And I just think you don't get that from Tinder really. Whereas Hinge, because you've got these little, what do you call them? Like the prompts. Prompts, yeah, that's the yeah. word. Um, you kind of find out more about people. So I like that more personally. But I am on Tinder at the moment because I've exhausted Hinge. <laughs> you just got to widen it out, yeah. widen everything. But I say I'm on it. I've actually not opened it for ages because I go through phases. I'll do like two weeks where I'm on it all the time. And then I'm like, oh, I can't bother now. When are you usually on it? Are you on it on the toilet? No, when I'm in bed. (laughs) Okay. Sunday evening, lonely. I'm super (laughs) crying because when I'm on it. (laughs) Shu, what about you? Are you on it? No, I I was on um, the apps last year, like over lockdown, past the time. Mm-hmm. But then I just deleted them all now because, and this sounds so like, well, but like it got to a point where I'm always have this weird relationship with them um, dating apps now because it gets to a point where suddenly I, I'll match with someone or some, when no other pop up and they want to match with you. And they're like, oh my God, are you that YouTuber? Watch oh your videos. God. And I'm just oh like, and then it just makes me feel really like, oh, because it feels like someone's just come into your work. Yeah. And they're like, yeah. I know all mm. of this about you. And blah, blah, blah. But then at the same time, I did match with someone and he did say like, by the way, just being fully transparent, I know who you are, um, <laughs> but don't, don't worry. I'm not a stalker or anything, uh, but I know who you are and, you know, and all of the stuff about you. And I was just like, okay, thank you for being transparent. So it's that sense. I'm like, I, I like it when someone is transparent, but at the same time, it's that weird feeling of you've seen what my flat looks like. Like, you know, mm, what, mm. what my interests are and like usually conversations are like, oh, I know you like whiskey or I know you like this. And, <laughs> and they got yeah. to a point where I'm just like, oh, it's just a bit weird. Yeah. That is weird because you don't know anything about this person and they know mm. quite a lot about you. Like, mm. yeah, that is a strange dynamic, isn't it? To... And, and you also can't use it as a way of dropping hints. Like, for example, if I'm if I'm meeting someone and I want to kind of express to them that I'm interested in them, so I kind of drop like, oh, I like doing these things and seeing if they pick up or not not as a test or anything, but to show like I'm giving a bit more information about myself. So I can see that that can be quite tricky when somebody knows obviously quite a lot about you just through your content. Yeah, or they're like, oh, and then just follow you on Instagram and just see everything you're doing. So you're just like, hello, I'm no. that kind of thing. It's just weird, like. But then at the same time, it's just a hard one, I guess, because it's also you'd want someone to like, you know, respect what you do and know what you do as well. But you don't it's have a lot to talk about on the actual day. No, uh, mm-hmm. it's not the same um, power dynamic. It's a completely different. Um... Sorry, I've just lost. I can't hear you. Hello, <laughs> it's me. <laughs> I'm wondering. <laughs> I'm just keep thinking. <laughs> After all, all these minutes, can you hear me? Can you still hear me sing? <laughs> <laughs> um, sorry, as I was, as I was saying, start again. It's such a different power dynamic because 
they know so much about you and you know literally nothing about them and you'll never be on an even keel and it's it's very like it what's it what did kim call it now parasocial dynamic i think she called it i can't remember now but she talked about this actually on the podcast with me because i asked her as a content creator would she ever date a fan even if they were like really cool and like just seemed like down to earth and she was like no no definitely not because they they see you in a certain way in which that will never be obtainable um they've already kind of depicted you and and put you on the pedestal in a, in a huge way and you'll never live up to that and it's just not the same at all so so you so it must be so weird then to be recognized on an app it, it just feels weird because it's like your place of work and that's kind of the same thing I was feeling because like YouTube and Instagram are like workplaces for me and when people um slide in the DM like love to take you out for dinner next week it's like would you just go into somebody's workplace in their office and just ask them straight off the bat like a random person mm. so it's just yeah I guess it's like strange with that um aspect of it and also with apps I just feel like with all the small talk and the, oh, what you've been up to how like I just mm. take the whole how's your week going but then I just rather just meet someone just meet people and just have a chat yeah, but yeah how I've do we do that in lockdown? I know, <laughs> can't do so it these days. So, so I'm always like on and off with, should I download it? Probably not. But then I, uh, so it's, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I, I made this sort of, you know, like New Year's resolution. I thought 2020, off the apps, finally. I will be that creepy person that, well, not creepy, sorry. I will be the person <laughs> no, that, that will go up to someone and be like, hey, here's my, you know, business card. Give me a phone if you want a coffee. Wink. Business card. And then obviously, with you what? With my business, business cards. Card. Well, I guess what else would have my phone number on? Like, you know, like <laughs> you swoop like in, right? I'd swoop in. Approach. I'd be like, hey. <laughs> use my card like it's it's kind of networking as well as yeah, getting networking. a coffee right networking and like, dating rolled into one then you've covered kind of both bases so if someone was like oh are you asking me out for a date and if you're flustered then you'd be like no no, no I'm, I'm networking with you here's my contact card and then if someone hits you up for a date and you're like oh I see you like yeah. what I do and you know I but of course that's smarter not harder yeah but I never obviously managed to try that because of lockdown so I mean I say this <laughs> I probably will backfire do you feel like you're different when it comes to networking or socializing versus dating yeah. like I feel like I'm oh, yeah. super confident like I love networking I love socializing meeting new friends but I would say in terms of like dating and making the first move or like register my interest I'm very shy when it comes to like romantic stuff what I if they do that into you though like if you if you can feel that they're like feeling the vibe and like are you less shy because I maybe I'm just not shy but I feel like if I knew that they were feeling the vibe I pounce in there I'm a pouncer. <laughs> I, see, like I, would, I would like to be more of a pounce. I feel like I'm more of a pouncer when I'm on the night and I'm just like feeling the fight. But like if I'm just mm. like, mm, oh, do, are you in, are you not interested? I'm just like, no, I'm just going to. No, not. <laughs> yeah, I'm not very good at reading these things. And I'm quite, I think I've, from my experience, I've been quite passive, if, if you will, like mm. very unsure. But again, I think it's to do with an age thing um, and now having just been single for a while I think I'm more I will try and pounce but I don't know we'll see what happens <laughs> I feel like it's I don't know but how are you like how do you appear when you're interested in someone because I feel like I'm generally I'd say like a very flirty person but mm -hmm. if I'm interested in you I'll go from being very friendly flirty warm suddenly just like just like 
froze mm. and I just wanted to do anything. I think I get, yeah, I get a bit like not intense as in like uh, scary, but more like really ingrained, <laughs> very like passionate, very like, you know. Uh, look into my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> this is painting me in a very bad picture. <laughs> Here's my business card. This, this explains this why I'm single. <laughs> I was going to say, I, I would just appear naked. <laughs> it wasn't serious. I would just turn and be like, hey, I'm naked. I mean, that's, that's what I would be like in my mind's eye. But I think in reality, I would just be like giving them a hard stare, but not in a threatening way, just being like very like, interested in what they're saying, like slightly in- interrogative interrogate mm, yeah I'm like that, yeah but that's purely because you know I'm interested in learning more about them then I I end up not talking about myself and then it depends like if the person obviously isn't a very good date and by that I mean just not being very compatible they just end up talking mm. about themselves without actually realizing yeah. and turning it around and being like oh I'm also interested in you so tell me about you oh that's okay I was going to ask one other question as well like what do you what do you think makes a good first date or just a good date Ooh. laughter when you just laugh at nothing and everything I think that is such a good sign and no like really awkward moments I don't mind like the odd awkward moment because obviously if it's a first date you might have the odd one but like someone who can laugh at the awkward moments not just Mm. sit because I'm awkward so I need someone to balance that out (laughs) (laughs) I need someone to like take the reins and make it less awkward because otherwise I'll just die inside you wouldn't like me staring at you then Charlie no no <laughs> don't give me a business card please Sliding Carly business card across the table just like mm. it's a slow slide yeah, yeah. no whatever breaking should. eye contact <laughs> yeah, yeah. tell me about yourself <laughs> yeah that's not funny what about you, Shishu? What's your like ideal first date? Yeah, I would say someone you can laugh with, but also just, you know, when you can just chat with someone and it's just like, oh, look at the time kind of thing. Mm. Um, but someone who's just not afraid, you can just not afraid to express themselves. Mm, mm, yeah. And you can be silly with, I just think a good mix of being silly being and silly. serious. Like sometimes when people are a bit too serious I just don't like the how's your day going oh what are you up to this weekend then you're just like are we really doing this like I just want I just love silly conversations where you just mm. nothing really makes sense or you're just going off on like six different types of conversation threads and they're like they're the best yeah, yeah. I think yeah. actually what would actually be kind of the most important thing for me is because I'm quite well I'm very shy like when I don't know people I'd need someone that you know how there's people that just instantly make you feel comfortable like you don't feel pressured or you don't you know feel really awkward or shy or anything there's people like that I need someone who will do a lot of the talking to start with and make me feel comfortable and make it so I don't just word vomit because that's what I do when I'm nervous I just like word vomit and say stupid things so I need someone who does that yeah someone who just gets you like yeah. whatever you're like someone who just like yep you're cool to just be who you are without having to pretend I think that's such a nice thing yeah. when someone's just like yeah actually you're a bit weird but I kind of like that about you oh my like, gosh do you know what's like a, a first date I would really love someone to suggest if anyone's listening to this this is a great tip so you know those like 36 questions that um 
make mm. two people fall in love I would love to just have like a bottle of whiskey or a bottle of wine loads of snacks and food and just meet a stranger and just go through those questions and just chat for like hours oh, yeah and it'll be like a picnic or something the sun will set and you just by the end of it you're like even if it's a friend you're like I've just gotten to know someone and just ask questions that aren't just what's your favorite color I think someone can provide a very good uh, example of this recently <laughs> I think are you talking about me <laughs> is that what you did I did that date? recently not for the first date no we did it as a video date last <gasps> week last week you told me that on the voice note <laughs> oh yeah I, I just tell you that on the voice note when I was on dating shoe on my dating life and yeah we actually found out a lot about each other's childhood with the, with this uh, guy that I'm seeing um and like yeah th- these are questions that you would never ask in day-to-day life because yeah. it asks you things like what do you value in a friendship tell me your life in four minutes and then you basically I think it sets you up so that you talk about your childhood more so um like it yeah it gets really in depth but they do reveal quite a lot and it gets you both like laughing but also talking about really vulnerable stuff and then talking about yeah. each other as well um and like just hearing really nice things about one another that you think but you haven't necessarily verbalized it's actually very cool I and you don't hide that. behind like surface level kind of you know prompts that you would normally just go to like mm. do you follow the account we're not really strangers on instagram Ooh, no they're great so they just do like just great pieces and things but they also have like a playing card and it's basically like that and they just have these cards where you just find one and you answer the question on the card and it's meant Ooh. to be like a dating game mm. and a part of me is just like oh I really want to start dating again and just be like I just want to do this and just get to loan those of people basically maybe instead of sliding my business card I'll slay one of those prompt cards <laughs> and your number <laughs> it's like an in like in real life hinge thing then isn't it yeah yeah I'm not going to cope well when I leave lockdown. <laughs> just imagine you were outdoor dining and just seeing an intense stare and just a slow slide. <laughs> With like a pack of Vista print cards, like a hundred stack of them. Just like walking oh, around. Yeah. <laughs> but even as like friendships, I just feel like they're just great. Yeah. To, I, just love, I just love a DMC. Yes, oh, a, DMC. a DMC. A deep oh, You don't want to know, Carly. <laughs> I was thinking like a DM slide as in like a direct message, but I was like, what does the C stand for? (laughs) Unless there's another. What, another Mm. rude acronym? Yeah. Maybe maybe I'll think of one. I was about to say, if anyone can think of it, it's going to be (laughs) (laughs) Do you have any dating rules at all? Anything that are absolute deal breakers for you that you would not break for anyone? Um, anyone who drinks really heavily mm. um, because I don't drink I don't mind someone who has a drink on occasions but also if we went on a first date and they were drunk and I just wasn't that would be very very strange for me yeah. so yeah anyone who's a heavy drinker I think mm. it kind of shows that they don't they've not taken into consideration your feelings as well or your yeah. just your lifestyle in general like if they're willing to just like do that and just get totally pissed whilst you're there stone cold sober it kind of says a lot <laughs> about a person yeah. yeah exactly you're just not on the same level then and they they don't really give a shit yeah I guess for me as well it'd be like somebody that um if they're not open to learning about 
new cultures or just learning about for example like mm. what's in Cantonese learning about us mm. being Cantonese what that involves and actually having a genuine interest in that and also with what we stand for I think there's so many like when I look back at people that I've dated that I'm like oh just, you know like I just feel probably won't be there during the tough times but they'll love to be like let's go grab dim sum or let's get sushi but then when actually there's other things that you want them to be there for they're not yeah I think on a similar note is not being open to considering things like for example I get a lot of oh you work in art oh I don't get it or I could do that Um, and and right away you know they they end the conversation and you're good yeah (laughs) I think as well someone that doesn't like someone that says they respect women and actually like showing that they respect women are two different things yeah oh my god yeah and totally. people's actions are reflective of that like as someone who's I'm a feminist but then sorry I always put in weird voices but like someone can <laughs> say I'm a feminist but then they'll you'll mention your job and they're always just you just know through the way of speaking that how they view you or few women or how they speak about women or previous partners and it's just like we are not because by your tone and your attitude it's just not mm. the kind of person that you even want to be acquainted with I I would like be a bit suspicious for a man that outrightly said they're a feminist. I would rather you embody those traits than like label yourself uh, as one. Or guys who say they're nice guys are never nice guys. Oh mm. no, if you have to prove you're a nice guy. Or you're say you're a nice guy. Yeah. It's like them awful Tinder bios, isn't it? Like mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. there's some of them are so bad. I screenshot them and keep them just to <laughs> I don't know why I do it, but it's just like sometimes I share them on Instagram, but also just 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 to be like, what the fuck, this exists out there. What's like the if you were looking at a Tinder bio, what would be like a big no for you? Someone posting next to a sleeping tiger. <laughs> yeah. Um agreed. People were just multiple Filters. group shots. So you just don't know you're just playing where's Wally in every single picture. Yes. <laughs> People who hold like have a picture of a child and go, not mine um <laughs> really That's so many. yeah uh I do like when people pose with dogs though yeah <laughs> <laughs> Carly you said filters yeah if mm. I find it more so in girls like when they post pictures of themselves and it's mm. it's always the same kind of filter that I'm kind of like why, why? what am I looking at really and then like with yeah. guys where there's a certain stance that they have or just a certain way they take their photographs Maybe it's an aesthetic decision that's getting in the way, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's like they yeah. post shit that you don't care about, like them fishing, and then they'll get a massive photo of a, them holding a trout, and it's like I don't give a shit about you fishing. Like I think that's quite wholesome, a- though. <laughs> you see, I no, would rather like- see a fishing picture than like a picture of someone at the gym topless. Oh, that that like for me either. is like I don't really even know why oh. it's a big no-no because you know, obviously, if someone goes to the gym, great. But I just think you must spend a lot of time at the gym looking after your physique. You know, are you actually going to want to eat McDonald's at 11 p.m. with me? Oh, I'm in bed at 11 p.m., like 8 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, that's the sort of partner I'm looking for. Someone yeah. that will be like, let's just go get McDonald's or let's like order a massive feast. If you're posing topless at the gym, are you that kind of person? Mm. Possibly not. Yeah, I also really don't like it when anyone puts. I pref- I like someone who's active because I, I all looks after themselves. I feel like that's yeah. such coded language for I don't want someone who's fat. Yeah, it's basically fat phobic, and it's taken me a while to realize. Like, because I used to feel like shame when I used to read that and think, oh, but 
like I'm not actually that active or like look after, you know, like I don't look after myself, you know, I, I eat whatever I want to eat, etc. But like, um, yeah, I don't like that at all. I find that really off-putting when I see that because they're looking for a certain type of aesthetic then that I'm probably yeah. not fit. Yeah. I think it's like the, the values that you're looking within people now, isn't it? It's more like if someone can display like, you know, good communicator, mm. strong emotional intelligence, Mm-hmm. self-awareness I'm just like oh whereas like I guess in my early 20s probably wouldn't have like looked for those things as much I find gym pictures it's of a certain lifestyle that I just don't share you know mm-hmm. people who go to the gym often go hiking bouldering whatever I would love to be involved in that but I'm just not as interested in going to the gym or to the climbing center as I am going to art galleries. <laughs> it's just the yeah. fact. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like when people, I don't know whether any of you do this, but like when you see people just listing that, like what they like, you're like salt and vinegar crisps, hiking, <laughs> uh, like just like really random shit. And I'm just like, okay, right. Great. You like salt and vinegar crisps. So do a lot of people. What are you, you're not telling me anything about yourself. This is basically like a shopping list. <laughs> What I they not specify worse. whether it was rich cut or yeah. rider. <laughs> well what I think is worse is when people just list really mundane things like that everyone likes like traveling eating out yeah. and I'm like everyone likes that like that does not make you interesting like mm. the, you'd be it, I'd be more impressed if you were like I hate travel and I just want to stay in my house all the time I'd be like me too <laughs> let's go let's get married in your house <laughs> Mm-hmm. I would I would um I feel like I'll, I'll be exposing you all but then I was going to ask um those who are still on dating apps to read out your bios <laughs> oh my god yeah, I'll get my phone hold on I actually think this is a very good exercise but because we berate ourselves other people yeah. but like how well are we actually doing in... well I think mine's a bit of a lie to be honest I already know what one of it one bit says so I almost want to have um a bio now a profile now <laughs> oh, I always put those pictures, and I always put one um, in the bikini, so then I know that whoever liked bikini pictures are automatic knows. What, so, so what if they liked your bikini picture? You'd say no to them. Yeah. Oh, so it's like a test. Yeah. Oh, oh clever, clever. Or you can just kind of tell when people like fire emoji, and it's like, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. Are you going right. first, Viv? Are you on? Are you still on the dating apps? Aww. I'm on. I'm, I'll get my Bumble one up. Yeah. So I've got, the Hinge one doesn't really allow for a bio, does it? And neither no. does Tinder. Yeah. So, oh, this is so cringe. Tinder does. Yeah, sorry, Tinder, Tinder does. Yeah. Oh. Proud British-born Chinese northerner, founder of a marketing agency, enjoys fitness, but I like KFC more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's good. That's good um yeah and then that's basically it and then uh favorite quality in the person is kindness i will never shut up about equality um what makes a relationship great you is mocking yourself? belly laughter yeah. <laughs> i'm mocking myself before anyone else can oh, okay. <laughs> oh. well what do we think of that first of all actually I like that you like KFC like because I feel like that is kind of your brand at this stage. But <laughs> yeah, and make me chuckle as well. I'd be like, yes, that's my girl. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I would have swiped right for the KFC line. Yeah, yeah. me too. <laughs> thank you, thank you. I feel like it's quite a good embodiment of you. Of you. you know, you were yeah, mocking yourself yeah. then, but, you know. Yeah, yeah, mm, yeah. I and it just shows, like, 
you know yeah. your personality and your traits and stuff as well even with like the the business proud british born chinese yeah thank you strong <laughs> right next <laughs> do you want me to go right well this first line i feel like is a lie but I, maybe i need to caveat it <laughs> it's not a lie but it says i work in communication so i can hold a conversation if i want to but the truth is, I can only hold a conversation online and with people I know. So <laughs> maybe that's it's not true. It's still a conversation. It's true. It's yeah. true. It starts online. So yeah. And then it says, I've got a house, a car, a cat, and a gaming PC. Um, and then resorting to Tinder to cure the boredom that the never ending lockdown has brought. So nice. nice. I think you probably get a lot of like men being like, oh, yes, gaming. Like, that's probably something that, yeah. <laughs> that is probably what the, games you play. Exactly. That is kind of the starting conversation. And I didn't have that in for a long time because I was like, maybe people will think it's weird. But then I was like, actually, maybe I need someone who also plays games, even though I play slightly less now. But like, I'm like, I quite enjoy that. Like, that's what I do in my downtime. So, I need someone who shares that, I think. Maybe. Mm. Don't know. Not found anyone yet. I think I think it's really important. And I think it's really cool as well that you you have gaming as a hobby because yeah. you don't see many women gaming as much. I think it's I think it's super cool. Yeah. Carly, what about you? Well, because Tinder had Tinder Passport on recently, mm-hmm. mine's a very networky profile. But but it did before for a long time. My profile was like, "This is my eighth app. Help me." <laughs> was it working? That was that was my bio before, uh, and then I've had ones that are like, um, "I've probably seen you before. I've been on here for a very long time." <laughs> oh my god! But but you know. Uh, those kind of bios were because of like last year I was deciding to get off of apps and to be to push myself and be more confident with speaking to strangers and stuff but before that it'd be kind of a mix of being jokey and stuff like that but now now in my networky dating profile it says (laughs) east in scotland traveling via tinder passport i've got a scottish flag hong kong flag queer flag she slash her Five foot three. Oh, sh- oh shit, I just told people how tall, how small I am. English <laughs> slash Cantonese slash hacker. And then I've written that in Chinese. And then it seems to be a trend that people put their Myers-Briggs thingy. So I've put mm-hmm. INFJ and I've written, I'm an artist and work in an art gallery while running a nonprofit that advocates positive media representation of East and Southeast Asians in the UK. Oh, Google be seen and you'll see what I mean. Love a rhyme <laughs> and a pun too. <laughs> and I've just written like, Oh, in my spare time, I like to eat cake, learn Japanese and watch K-drama. You know what? I've realised I've just slated people for putting the most mundane things. And now I've heard everyone else's bios and I'm like, my bio is mundane. I am the person I hate. <laughs> I, I don't have anything interesting like that. I helped to found a charity um, mm-hmm. that does positive media representation. Why haven't I got that in my bloody bio? Yeah, why yeah I never put that until Viv had showed us her screenshots or some of the chats and people were asking her about it yes and I thought and, yeah. oh maybe I should put it on and lo and behold I did get someone telling me that they went and googled be seen and they were quite amazed and intimidated <laughs> oh maybe I'm gonna try that then when I oh. go back on it I'll be like yeah you know yeah, I do yeah. many things other than play games sometimes yeah I do think it actually helps weed out those who like you know the, the it helps you find the lefties, the, the 
less racist lefties perhaps you know yeah. um but yeah i think it's a, it's a good indicator that they might be interested in more things than just like the way you look kind of thing yeah um, it's making me want to download apps again <laughs> in my dream world i would not meet someone on an app i'd just like meet someone at work or something you know yeah. just get to know them but like, does that even happen nowadays? How does that happen? Does that the romantic in meet... me would love to meet someone in like a coffee shop and you're, they'll look yeah. up and be like, oh, what book are you reading or something? Or like, what are you editing? And I'll slide over the business card to you. Yeah, like, oh, he's there like, <laughs> call me. <laughs> Do you know what though? I've kind of like accepted is that it doesn't really matter. Like it doesn't make the legitimacy of like you meeting that person any less worthy because you've met on dating app it's just a vehicle like it happens from when yeah. the, the first time you meet I guess really or when you start speaking um I, like I understand like the whole like oh we met in we met in Paris or like whatever but actually like if you fucking like that person then does it actually yeah. matter I, I'm not sh- I don't think it's because I do I think it affects legitimacy I think my problem is because I'm so shy mm. I find it really hard to kind of like before she when you said you love first dates I'm like oh my god do people love first dates like <laughs> they are my nightmare because the thought of actually going and having to sit opposite someone and like look at someone for you know a couple of hours oh it fills me with dread just thinking about it I'm not even going on any first dates but it fills me with dread oh my so gosh like, I if I could to- get past that bit and then that's why I would like to not meet someone on a date now because you've always got to have that first date otherwise yeah. I just find no first day so thrilling. I yeah. don't know, 50-50, depending on who it is. I think talking is. to someone on a dating app can can get thrilling to a certain point before you have to meet them. And then it either goes that, you know, you meet them and they're not what they're like on the dating app, or actually it's a lot better. And that's just from my experience of having been lucky enough to well, not lucky enough, just been just have happened to meet some lovely people from a dating app that have turned into something. And then to also seeing people from a dating app that are just, just lots of question marks. <laughs> <laughs> Without saying the wrong thing, but drop this one in before we end. I did at one point get so fed up of dating apps, applied to be on a dating show. <gasps> Which, oh my one? Gosh. Which one? Still a blind, I never got. blind date. <laughs> First date. I'm not a bit of a time away. <laughs> Still a black died. Don't say it. Love Island. Still a black died. No, no, I couldn't get on Love Island. <laughs> I would love to see on Love Island, though. Carly, We're just having two conversations here. (laughs) Saw a black guy ages ago, didn't she? I forgot. Um, That's a show from, like, the 80s and 90s. Yeah, she she died in 2015. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's quite sad. Yeah. I would love to go on a dating app and do you know what dating not date dating app dating show and do you know what dating show i'd love to go on and you're never ever gonna guess it love island no no oh, what's the one that. paddy oh oh take me out, take me out yeah i want to um, go on one i want to go on that but making my own and call it eat me out <laughs> <laughs> what is the show is this appropriate oh my God, for tv another point, actually a non-selfish lover <laughs> oh yeah. yeah deal yeah. breaker selfish yeah, massive lovers, deal just... breaker no massive deal breaker yeah um Sorry. hold on i want to find out more about eat me out <laughs> yeah me too <laughs> what is the con what is the what is the setup for eat me out oh is it like a down and they just... 
<laughs> basically it's just men lining up to do what it says on the tin and then oh, what God. you then veto out to like the top three and then you go on a date with them yeah yeah <laughs> i won't like i actually Physical thought compatibility is very based. important yeah 100 percent, 100 percent. and if they can take direction yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> further down no up no to the yeah. left no, yeah. you're not on Do that's it like my this. bum hole. <laughs> You've gone too far. Oh my god. So I thought it was gonna be like you eating different, I don't know, Chinese takeaways and oh, oh. oh maybe. Yeah, no, 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 no. It's exactly what it says and on the Eat tip. me out, okay. <laughs> Sorry, I was shoot. gonna I tell you what I, I wanted to what uh, show I wanted to be on, but I feel like yeah, that's where like, you need to end. No, I feel like, like that's like you to end. Love, sex, chat. Sorry, what? Well, I was going to say, if I was going to be on a dating show, I would want to be on Naked Attraction. <gasps> oh! What was that show? Yeah. Where you're basically bollock naked and you can't see a <laughs> face or anything. You just judge people off their bodies. Because... <laughs> mm. Well, this is... It's, it's a bit of a weird story. I mean, I wouldn't actually go on because, I, like we've established, I'm shy. But I feel like I've got a lot of interesting scars so I feel like if people saw me on Naked Attraction they'd be like oh she must have something about her so I feel like I'd just like instantly mm. get through you know yeah I get mm. what you and also like the person who like say they pick you because I'm guessing they, they base it off like your body and then it goes yeah. this the shaft no, no not shaft like a, the door goes <laughs> further up <laughs> like and then it reveals different parts of your body doesn't it so then, oh, like, wow. if they can accept you and then that's obviously i can imagine such a big like you know a, a thing that you have to then broach when you first date people exactly like you know then it's easy from there really. yeah. i think that'd be great i would also like to go on first dates though because oh yeah food that'd be good yeah food all that dinner date <gasps> oh my gosh were... what's what, yeah so like come not come down with a dinner date dinner well, date like, yeah go to different people's yeah. houses and they cook for you yeah mm, yeah, yeah, yeah 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 and it's a full three-course meal yeah, yeah but sometimes they're really shit aren't they i know that most of them are shit to be fair. <laughs> yeah and they're like oh i'm making nachos i'm like you don't make nachos <laughs> you just put them in a bowl <laughs> and then yeah. that's it basically <laughs> But it's I I think it's down, it's on the person who chose that menu in the first place. Like, why the fuck would yeah. you choose? I love nachos, but I don't want that's not going to impress me if yeah. you make me nachos. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What would oh, I, feel, I really feel like you're trying oh, to wrap I'm up? And I'm just keep sorry. Asking. I'm literally just like I'm loving these chats, yeah. but I, I forgot we're recording. If someone was going to make you a meal for like like a first date where you're going around to someone's house or something, if they were going to make you a meal, what would you want it to be? Oh, what would you not want it to be? Because I would hate anyone to try and make me Chinese food. I was yeah. going to say that as well. Yeah. Oh, I'd love it if they were good at it. Yeah, but like, how often are they going to be good at it? Yeah, I yeah, know. It's so true. It's usually like packet, stir fry. Yeah, Ugh, sweet and sour chicken. Mm-hmm. I do like sweet and sour chicken, but that's I not what like I want. I would love someone just to put in an effort for something. Like, even if it's not good, but then for them to be like, oh, but I tried to do it because I think you'd like it. Maybe like, I don't know, soup dumplings or something. I still don't know. Or like yeah, sushi, with the sushi's hard. No, because I'll probably oh, just it's... get more excited, like more turned on by the air fryer. And we're not going to want that. What model do you have? Or which styles do you have? 
like the effort in making things like um, Chinese food, for example, I feel like whilst on one hand I could kind of see where they're coming from and appreciate it, I would also kind of, again, it depends on what type of date this was, but if it was one of the first dates, I'd be like, oh, so you've just assumed. Mm. You know, you've assumed that I, if I'm Chinese, I like Chinese food or I don't know, I think I would end up reading into it. So just to put that out there, I really like a roast dinner. So if you're going to make a dinner (laughs) date, can you please make a full on roast? yeah because that shows a lot of effort like the timing and like all the like all the different ingredients yeah Mm -hmm. that would be a lot of effort there you know one thing a date I did go on like years ago which I appreciated was when somebody said oh I remember you saying um you really want to go to Hawaii so for the date they're like I thought I'd bring Hawaii to you and then they made like poke bowl, put like music on greeted me with a glass of wine had a massage and I'm still like, oh, oh, that was so sad. I mean, like, so thoughtful. Yeah. Something like that when someone like, has paid attention to what you've said and then they surprise. I can love a gesture. I love people who put thought into like an experience. I'm like, oh, that was really sweet. Mm. Yeah, that's very cute. Yeah, that's cute. Oh, what happened to them? Uh... Yeah, no, it didn't work out in the end. But um, it was the, it was a cute it was a cute date. Yeah. Oh, no one's ever fucking done that for me. I'm trying to think of like oh a time when someone did that. I can't think of a single one. (laughs) No, me neither. I find that the dates that I've really enjoyed have always just been like hanging out or just talking. Like Mm. I don't really need, I don't really need a lot to make a date good. It depends on the person. Because one thing people tend to ask me, like, oh, do you like going to a, a gallery or a museum when you're on a date? No. Not really, because if the person isn't engaged in the same way as I am, I find them really annoying. (laughs) And it often reveals things about them a lot quicker because obviously that's my profession and that's my passion. So if, yeah, I tend Mm. to avoid that. You just want to be away from that. So it doesn't even allow the opportunity for them to, I don't know, try. I guess they'll be a bit showboaty, won't they? Because they're going to try to impress you in a way as well. Oh, yeah. Can imagine them standing next to you and like, when? I could totally see what they're trying to do here, Carly. So what I think, and you're just like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've, I've had that before. That's why I tend to, if it's shows and stuff, it doesn't, I don't go to exhibitions with them until much later, until I know the person a bit better. Right. Okay. It, it, it just okay. ruins it very early on. But what if they were like an art buff? <laughs> what do we call it? <laughs> <laughs> culture, <laughs> culture. Yeah. Yeah, I think it it's um it's different in that if someone's in that same professional field as you, um, it can be really enjoyable and it can be really like energizing, but there's an element that comes in sometimes where I don't know, maybe it's just because the people that I've met, you get this one upmanship and you mm. just think, Oh, come on, can we not just chat about it and just talk shit about it? why does it have to be why do you have to take it to another level when it's a date right at the end of the day but I mean yeah. I appreciate those conversations when there's a time and a place when I'm trying to get to know you and see if I want to sleep with you or not then I don't want to <laughs> yeah you don't care what paint stroke they like <laughs> oh, I'm guessing that's what art is oh god <laughs> I was just, I was just <laughs> she cares about a different kind of stroke yeah oh. yeah exactly <laughs> On that note, <laughs> I feel like I've learned a lot tonight. Oh, wow. 
mainly so I'm still extremely juvenile um but it's been so much fun I think yeah I'm gonna enjoy editing this podcast I feel like <laughs> it's just been a lot of fucking weird silly chat <laughs> It's going on some very strange tangents. I'm questioning whether I've said anything that I'm like, oh, maybe I shouldn't have said that, but I don't think I did. Me too. too Me too. We'll find out on Sunday. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to come across as, um, is it Miranda of Sex and the City, the one that's super like business, like only? Mm, Oh, yes. Yes, it is. Yeah. With red hair. Yeah. Uh It's um, Cynthia... What's her face? Cynthia Nixon? No. Yeah. I know who you mean, but I don't know her name. Are you going to bring your business cards on retreat? <laughs> <laughs> Not for be seen, obviously. Can we hand them out? We're having a be seen holiday. <laughs> oh, are you? Yes, in uh, August. Yeah. So we rented out an Airbnb in Wales. Oh um, my so perhaps Carly can bring along her Vista print stack of 100 <laughs> uh, business cards and then we can just hand them out for yeah. her. You can go on and hand them out, hand. coffee shops and hang them out. Yeah. Do you know, I've never really had a good wing woman. None well, of my oh friends have really. You so now I, have I, all of us. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate <laughs> that. And the listeners. If the listeners also want to do the work as well, they can. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm also in the market for a good wing woman because wing woman, (laughs) wing man, I don't mind. You know, someone find me a boyfriend. I would be happy for someone to find me a suitable (laughs) boyfriend, please. Just putting that out there, you know. Okay, there we go. Shu, what about you? Would you like to enlist onto the BC dating service (laughs) thing that we're providing, it seems? Yeah, why not? (laughs) I want to know. I I want someone to just basically do those 36 questions of me over some whiskey <laughs> and like loads of yes. chips oh yeah that sounds good yeah. Ooh, that's that's like good perfect doesn't it do you think you're gonna get someone sliding in your dms now and being like describe your upbringing in four minutes and then... <laughs> <laughs> number 21 yes. you're gonna be like who the fuck are you <laughs> alone i've blocked you already you creep well thank you everyone we're going to wrap it up here thanks for coming on Shu and for joining thank us thank you today. so much for having me that was, was a lot of fun. fun that was so much fun bye bye